0: Yay! Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. We have a very special guest today for Power Hour. We had a couple people have some childcare issues and, and things, but Liz is here. So we're doing good. We're going to talk about party.
1: I brought my party shirt. Like, I'm ready to go. We're going to do it. Yeah.
0: I love it. Well, I feel like everybody knows you. We have a lot of cross-pollination, I feel like, between my community, your community, Kate Doster, Lizzie Goddard. There's kind of a lot of, like, (laughs) people Mm -hmm. that hang around. But for anybody that doesn't know, because you haven't been on the show before, um, introduce yourself. Tell everybody the Liz Wilcox story. (laughs) Sure.
1: So, hey, friends, you know that Feeling you get when you listen to an amazing show like this one, and there's some wild woman hollering at you for every dollar you spend with email marketing, you can get $40 in return. So go, go, go. Why are you wasting your time? Send emails. Launch, no, no, campaign. no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Uh, limited time only, right? And then you log into your email service provider. Maybe you got ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, MailerLite, something like that. And then you promptly feel kind of dumb because you have no idea what the heck to say. Well, what's up? My name is Liz Wilcox, and I help eliminate that problem. I make email writing really simple. Yes, I really mean it. Um, I started off as an RV travel blogger. I got really good at those uh, little things called B2C, business-to-consumer emails. Um, And when I realized that other bloggers, content creators, e-commerce businesses uh, really weren't served, I actually sold that travel blog, and I went all in on email marketing. And that's uh, the wild woman you see today.
0: That's amazing. And Liz has an amazing... Membership that you run, right? Tell oh yeah, thanks here. for bringing that. Oh yeah, and I've got a, I got a nine dollar. Thank <laughs> thanks.
1: I've got a nine dollar uh, email marketing membership. That's the name of it, and I send you a weekly template for you to take and make your own. Uh, at the time of this recording, we've got about four thousand members, and yeah, it's just the little membership that could. I love my membership so much. I love that I get to serve so many people. Uh, that usually are gate kept by email. and uh, it's really my favorite thing. Thanks for letting me chat about it for a second.
0: Yeah, you guys have to join her membership. So a lot of the people in my mastermind are also in yours and they're always like telling each other like oh, you have to join like Liz Liz Wilcox membership. like it's amazing. And it's such a good time saver, I think just to have sometimes it's like you don't want to start from like, Blank, right? Just to be like, here's like some things you can talk about, and here's a framework, and here's some ideas. It's like so helpful and saves so much time. And people just rave about you and your membership all the time. So if you guys aren't in there, it's $9 a month. Like you've got to do it for email. It's amazing. Um, I want to talk to you about collaboration. And I know this has been a big thing for your business. It's a huge part of our strategy, as you can see, because you're here (laughs) collaborating. (laughs) (laughs) On my show, it's been a huge part of how we've grown my business this last year, really focusing on network, networking collaboration events, all those types of things. How has that kind of looked in your business? Like, what are things you've used kind of the last year that have been working as far as networking and collaboration?
1: Yeah. So, y'all, I'm a 90s chick. I've always been down with OPP, right? Like other people's platforms, other people's people. I love it. Um, And yeah, especially in the last year, I've really tried to get even more, I don't know, what's the word, like personal with my outreach um, and really just being very strategic, especially as my business grows. You know, everybody and their mother is suddenly down with Liz's opp. <laughs> like, every, suddenly everybody <laughs> let me wants. Get, me, to,
0: let me get on that Instagram. Everybody bro. <laughs> wants me to send an
1: email out nowadays. Um, and so, I've really just looked at, you know, what are people's values? What are how are they positioning themselves online? And how does that, um, you know, attract or repel me? Right. And so, in the last year, especially, you know, like coming on to, uh, you know, this podcast, I think it was about a year ago, I reached out on Instagram to Faith. And I, I said, Oh, I listened to this podcast episode, where you were talking about your mastermind. And I just loved the way you were talking about it. I love the way that you wanted to serve people, I feel the same way, you know, I love to serve the people that are, you know, normally kind of kept out of really good information. And I just thought it was like such a genius offer. Um, And I think that's where we really started connecting. Um, And so that's what I've been really trying to do this year is like, it's not about what people say, it's about what they're doing. And so really digging in when someone introduces themselves or I listen to a podcast and really thinking about like, if I collab with this person, is it going to mess with my community over here or is it going to enhance it? Like, is it going to help or hinder? Right. Yeah. And so I've had to be really strategic and really like protective of my community because it's it's like this. I don't want to say delicate, but it's this ecosystem. And, you yeah. know, you put an invasive species in an ecosystem, you know, suddenly you got 50 foot python in the Everglades. Like it ain't. It ain't we're both from Florida. I'm so also from Florida. Florida. This is a real right. problem. It's a real problem. There are real Instagrams, uh, you know, trying to find that 20 foot python down in the Everglades. Because he is wreaking havoc. And so that's how we have to look at our communities and look at our collaborations. Like, am I bringing something into my population? Am I bringing something to my audience? I've worked really hard for my platform, you know, that's gonna help my platform, help my audience. Or hinder them, and that's one of the reasons why I love faith and why I said you know yes to coming on. I I think I was in your summit this year. You know I'm here now. I think we did something else together. I think I sponsored something for her because I know her people are my people.
0: Yeah, that's so important, and I love that you brought up too. I also a huge part of everything we do is is community based. I just believe a lot in like everybody being together, and that it helps everybody get momentum, and that you need different people's ideas and different people all together. And I really, really love and value community a lot, but I do think that's something people forget when they have a community based offer is like, you have to be very intentional about about the people that are there and I'm super protective of my community I always tell them I'm like I love you guys but like I don't take any shit in there the matter master I don't tell you that and the reason why is because of what you said like where it's like it's only one person that will come in here and ruin the vibe for everyone else and I have I feel like very protective over it it's like a really special community space like we have people in there that talk about, gosh, everything from like their dog passed away to like their kid is sick or to like, I mean, all kinds of things. Like we go through like real life together in there. And I just, am like, yeah, I'm like, I feel like you do. Like where it's like very protective and it's like, we have to make sure we have the right people in here. Um, And I think it takes a lot more intention than people realize to be able to go out and network with the right people and bring people in and Matt even said to me the other night, he was like, it's so funny. Cause when you're, oh my gosh, this hand gestures, when you, he's like, it's so funny when you're pitching and selling the mastermind. He's like, you swear so much on camera. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's on purpose because I swear when I coach and I don't ever want somebody to come in the community and me to say fuck and then them be like horribly upset or like feel emotional about that. Like, I don't want anybody to be surprised. And I was just telling him, I was like, yeah, there's certain things we do during the launch. Like, I swear more on camera, we're probably more upfront and like in your face than like in the actual community, just to like weed people out, which... I think it's hard to do, right? Because it's like, for me, this whole thing has been like a grind where it's like, you work, you work, you work to get your platform, right? And then you finally get it. And it's like, gosh, I want to take every opportunity. And shouldn't I like say yes to everything and go on everything? So how do you stay restrained? Because I'm sure you're getting invited to lots of things now, you know, have a pretty big network, I feel like, and are doing well online now. And so I'm sure you're getting invited to tons of things. How do you resist the temptation of like the be everywhere? Do you have any of that, or do you stay pretty like low key in your lane? Yeah,
1: so it's funny that Faith just said the be everywhere method, right? So, <laughs> y'all, I'm a, I'm a huge hip hop fan, and so when I was first started marketing, I took I, I took a, a lesson from Drake. Y'all know Drake, right? Of course you do, because he's everywhere. In 2018, my man was on every feature. It didn't matter. <laughs> Uh, rap, hip hop, country, pop, rock, whatever. He was on that feature. My God, right? I just like some was...
0: flashbacks of some like rap country.
1: <laughs> correct, correct. So he was on every every feature, every song in 2018. I swear, Drake. If he wasn't on it, he was in it. Right? Like he was he was selling us pr- Sprite at the movie theater. You know, we turn on MTV. He was DJing. uh, You know, we turn on the radio. He's on the radio. And so that really has been. Uh, you know, my strategy is just to be everywhere. But of course, as I've grown and had to think about, you know, where are those spaces, it really comes down to taking the time to think about and write down my values. And so I have like in my notion LizWilcox.com values, right? And of course, they're they're actual Liz Wilcox values, right? But like, I believe one of my main things is I believe in obnoxious generosity. Like my offer is $9, y'all. And I just had a two hour call before this for nine bucks. Like you came in, uh, you know, you can ask any questions. And that's just how I am. Uh, in my Black Friday offer, I'm now like doing rewards and points and all this stuff. It's like a hundred bucks, right? But I believe in
0: obnoxious generosity. Is your
1: Black Friday offer live? And not yet, baby. Okay. It'll be live I gotta Monday, get, I've got to talk Monday to you because I want
0: your, I need your affiliate for that. Obviously. Yeah, you need, you need that, that link, now. baby.
1: <laughs> um, and so even like when someone approaches me, I'll be in my bundle, be in this, be in that is it coming and i mean you don't have to be obnoxious like liz wilcox but you have to be quite generous like what you know is the reason i should be doing this oh you're making me send out a bunch of emails um but you're only giving me 30 percent affiliate uh that does not sound generous to me that sounds like i'm building your platform and i'm hurting my platform because now i got to send out these emails right Mm -hmm. and so that that you know, that doesn't pass the vibe check as my (laughs) eight-year-old daughter would say, like the vibes are not right, mom. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's really, it really is that vibe check of like, does this align with my deep value of generosity? Does this align with my deep value of accessibility and inclusivity, right? Like how much work are you asking of me and how much work are you going to put in? If the work that you're putting in is just bundling this stuff together and everyone else is promoting while you rake in the dough or the email addresses, like, I don't know if that's a vibe. Like, I don't know if we can dance together. And so really, that's when I look into, let me check out your website. Let me check out what you've done. What are people saying about you online? And that's, you know, when I can give it a yay or an a nay. Because, I mean, I'm happy to send... For some people, I'm happy to send that solo email, right? But I've got to make sure, you know, I can trust you enough with my people first.
0: Yeah. What advice do you have for people that are listening to this and they're like, well, that's great for you guys, but like, I'm not getting invited to anything. (laughs) Like, great for you. I mean, amen.
1: My advice, create your own collaborations, baby. Be the stage. (laughs) So for me... And this is what, So I've built three businesses. LizWilcox.com is my third business. And in my first business, I just knew that I could link arms with people and appear bigger. It's like imagine yourself for collaborations. Imagine yourself, you know, linking arms. It's me, you, and Faith, and we're walking through the water, right? The more people you get into that, suddenly the water starts moving. You're moving the water, right? And suddenly you're making waves, baby. And so when you can... Create your own stage and start networking across. That's when things are going to start moving. And what I mean by that is a lot of people try to network up, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to send Liz an email. I know she's got a list. I know she's been on podcasts. She can help me do whatever. But what we don't recognize and the mistake that we make, especially when we're first starting out, is like we can just look across the table And where are those people that are, you know, oh, I got 600 followers on LinkedIn, you've got 700, right? Oh, what can we do together? How can we link arms and appear bigger, right? And those are the people that you want to network with. And then guess what? Suddenly you're standing on each other's shoulders and, you know, the network elevates itself. And so for those people, I really recommend just finding those people that, you know, are in the same boat as you maybe a little behind, maybe a little ahead and coming up with an idea, whether it's a summit, uh, you know, it's just a freebie swap. You share my freebie, I'll share yours. Uh, You know, it's an Instagram collab. Uh, It's, you know, taking over your Facebook live going, you know, taking over the Facebook group for a day and answering questions. What are those little tiny things that you can do together that are going to add up and make a big impact over time?
0: yeah I love that you said that too you were like create your own stage like if you're not getting invited to things and I just said this in the mastermind earlier on the live stream we were doing and I was talking about like there was a long time where I didn't get invited to like people's stuff and I was always like why doesn't anybody like me (laughs) right it was just like like why are they all friends like why can't I be like somebody that like gets invited to things and like Why is, why is this person always getting invited? And I was like, I'm good at speaking. Like I like speaking. But when I started, stopped, like being, having a pity party, we started doing our own events. Like we just started, I just have my own shit. And like, we have our own summits, our own bundles. We reach out to people and we, we do, I get invited to a lot of things now. But I think the reason that is, is because I invite people way more than I am invited. Like we pitch hundreds of people every event we do. We I'm like DMing people on Instagram. I'm messaging people. We're voice family people. Kelsey, my team is like outreaching to people. And so we do way more outreach than like what I get pitched to. And I think that's a good way of thinking about it is like like maybe for you to be invited to something, you need to invite a hundred people to come do something. Like do a show, do an event, do a retreat, do a and just for free, just for helping, just to help people and to like get everybody's name out. And like, I I love that you said that about like you create your own stage. <laughs>
1: Ain't nobody gonna come to the dance party if you don't turn the music on. I you mean, know? I
0: could <laughs> sit in my room and be like, why is everybody else get invited and I don't? But it's like that's not gonna create absolutely. And then so, this year, we did so many events. We get, and I'm, I'm getting invited to so much more stuff than I ever have. It's because my network is so much bigger because we're always doing these events, and then people want to reciprocate and reach back out. Right. And I believe a lot in the law of reciprocity, too. And I love that you said that about like being generous. When you're pitching yourself to be on someone's podcast or to speak or do something, when you're pitching yourself, like you're really asking them for something. Whereas when you're hosting, you're like, offering like something to them. Like, you know, Absolutely. we want our speakers to get email subscribers. We want them to make sales. We want them to have a good experience when they come in here.
1: Absolutely. And you don't have to be, you know, B2B to B to B to B to host a bundle or a summit or a challenge or, you know, like a day thing with people. Y'all, I started as an RV travel blogger, and I had never even traveled in an RV in my life. I just wanted to. (laughs) So I started the blog to get going. (laughs) And so my very first collaboration actually wrote, I wanted to write a book, but who has time to write a book? So I actually, I said, Oh, it'll be a collection of stories. And y'all, I was like, You can't see my hand if you're just listening to the podcast, but I was this big, you know, I was teeny tiny. And I said, okay, well, how am I going to get these other chapters? Well, let me network across. Let me find those people that are sort of kind of like me. They just learned about affiliate marketing. Uh, They know like partnerships are good. And I asked other bloggers that were kind of in the first like six months to a few years of business, but weren't really making money. Hey, if you contribute a chapter to my book, You know, your name's going to go in it and I'll give you an affiliate link so you can sell it to your own list, your own people. I had 13 chapters in that book. I only made one. I only wrote the first chapter, right? I just edited it. I put it together. That book put me on the map. (laughs) People were like, whoa, who is this lady? How did she get all these people that I've kind of heard of in Facebook groups uh, together? And you know what? I made $7,000 in that first uh, you know, in the first few months, that book got picked up by an international sponsor. Guess what? All those people that were in that book suddenly, Liz Wilcox was the smartest one of all. <laughs> suddenly, everybody wanted to work with me. Suddenly, those bigger bloggers that I wouldn't have dreamed to reach out to, you know, were calling me. So to yeah. speak. And then I turned that into I did a an event. Like it was before digital summits. Like before that was a word. It was like 2017 or something. And I said, oh, you could just, they were just promoting Facebook Live. It was a brand new thing. Like there were commercials on the Super Bowl for Facebook Live, right? And Facebook events used to be like a really big thing, right? You could RSVP, yeah, I'm going. And then you could go live on your event page. So I created an event on an event page. I had three people collaborate that I was in a peer mastermind with. And that actually turned into its own business that we sold like five years later.
0: Oh, that's so and cool so
1: it was just a collaboration it was like hey if i could sell this and y'all i'm gonna tell y'all a secret that book that i made it was a book about poop it was a book about rv travel if you've ever traveled <laughs> in an rv you know that you carry your sewage with you and it was about all the crappy things that could happen uh carrying your sewage around if you catch my drift and so like so funny. i got my friends together or these people that i kind of met you know on the internet and i said why don't we do something like why don't we link arms you know we're better together we're bigger together we've got a way we got to figure out a way to break out and so we created this event it was amazing and it turned into its own collaboration where just like faith is saying that you know people were coming to us all of a sudden we were getting invited to a lot of other places and that event still runs to this day i created it in 2017 I got bought out of that company in 2020 um and i think it's in like its 10th iteration with a new owner uh, that i don't i've never even met so you never know where your collaborations are going to take you and honestly it's really kind of fun to host your own whether it's a book uh an event a bundle and it doesn't matter what industry you're in especially if you're in one of those like really niche things where those things don't happen that stuff did not happen in the rv industry We were the very first digital summit and our main sponsor actually after three years of sponsoring us, Camping World, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's really big in North America, actually took that idea and made their own summit. So you never know where your ideas are going to take you. And especially in those niche little industries where you think, oh, we don't do that kind of stuff. It is novel. It is groundbreaking and it will literally like break you into the space like no other
0: yeah it'll like put you on the map for sure I was just coaching someone about this she was talking about what are we talking about she was wanting to do she's a marriage coach and she was like oh but like I don't there's not like events for me to do like like you know what you guys do all the time and I was like yeah do your own like you could do a a virtual marriage retreat and bring in all these great people and like really I mean If you could facilitate a really meaningful experience for someone that's struggling in a relationship or bring couples together and help them connect, like they're gonna have their minds blown. Like people are gonna be. I was like, people are gonna love you and everybody's gonna wanna be a part of that. Like that's amazing. And so a lot of times, too, like I love that you said that. A lot of a lot of the things that we've done in my business is I'm like, I'm always digging when everybody's zagging. (laughs) I'm always like everybody was like cranking out. I cannot tell you how many how many business coaches and people I worked with that were like, you need to like quadruple the price of the mastermind. That needs to be a high ticket program. It needs to be 10,000 a year, at least 20,000. I even have somebody be like, it's 20,000 a year. You should not give them that. Like, not like literally like this is what ever, cause that's what everybody was doing at that time, you know? And now I just like, look, and I'm just like kind of watching everything play out. And I'm like, look at who all is coming back. (laughs) Look, If
1: Costco can do it, surely I can. I don't need Costco money. I just need Liz money. You know, I don't have to. Costco charged sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. Did y'all know the majority of Costco's profit is from that one-time monthly or I'm sorry, yearly fee of sixty bucks? Okay. Like if Costco, I don't need Costco money. I just need Liz money. You know, I don't need billions of users.
0: You were so expansive to me and influential to me during that time, because there was a time where like, and I mean, we saw it in the coaching industry where it was like, everybody's like high end, high end, high end, high end, high end. And I'm just like, and I did some high end programs and I had some high ticket one on one people and I like doing that stuff. But I love my group and I just love the community. And I just knew if we did that, it wouldn't be the same. And you were so expansive to me because you were like out there doing it before everybody had all the $9 offers, before everybody was doing the low ticket memberships. Like you were really like the first person I saw like in B2B doing that. And I think that like to me is like just such a staple of a great entrepreneur. It's like, I feel like, you know, you're doing it right when you're doing like the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Um, and we really try to position, we try to, I mean, sometimes you want to follow trends, but for the most part, I'm like, whatever everybody else is doing, we're going over here. Right. So we were doing love it. before everybody else. And now next year we're doing something different. I'm like, now everybody else is doing something. So I'm like, great. So Kelsey and I got on a call. We were like, time to do something else. Like we have to come up with a new way. We have to do something different that hasn't been done next year. And we'll be doing a new kind of version of our live events next year. And so I'm always like, you got to be ready to zig when everybody else is zagging. And I feel like that's so funny.
1: I do that. I always say like, I zag baby. (laughs) I always say that. So when you said that, I thought that was so funny.
0: Um, And
1: and that's going to attract partners too. So bringing it back to like collaborations When you can be firm in who you are and what you're doing as a business, that attracts other people that feel the same way, right? There's a reason why uh, I listened to that podcast that day. Y'all, I don't listen to podcasts, but something about the title of that podcast with Faith last, I think it was last winter, I was like, hmm, let me see if this chick is for real. (laughs) Like, let me just judge her real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And I I did. it, It was a thumbs up judge. But when, you, when you're when you firm, and, you know, if you're in the first years of your business, like, you can be firm today and soft tomorrow. Like, you know, just figure out, you know, what you want to do by doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to partnerships, that's going to attract the right people. Or you're going to know, like, oh, yes, immediately, I want to DM this person because… Uh, they seem fun like me or they seem like they have a practical and tactical brain like me. You know, you don't have to be loud and obnoxious and wear Hawaiian shirts and have, you know, Eminem and InSync in the background of your calls to have personality and to know, like, you know, to have that ability to attract and repel. Right. So just staying firm and like what you believe, what you want to do, that's going to bring those amazing collaborations. That's going to bring the yeses. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I love that I think it's hard to do did you ever have a hard time with that online just like because you I feel like are very much yourself your brand is like you like being Liz being Liz and doing your thing right being in your own lane have you ever did you ever struggle with that at all like being online and just putting it out there like that
1: Y'all, let me tell you a story. Can I tell you a story? But <laughs> so When I was 18, I, my biggest dream was to be on Saturday Night Live. I wanted to be a clown for a living, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom told me that she said, she said, Elizabeth, you are too smart to tell jokes. You will go to college. And a little background, this is why I think Faith and I are so similar. I grew up extremely poor. Uh, I was the, you know, my I was the third child. I was the first to graduate high school. Okay. And my mom knew that, you know, I was gonna do something compared to the rest of them, so to speak. So well, that's the that's way
0: my- out. That's how it was for me. It yes. was like you go to college like to get the hell yeah. out of here. Like it's your only chance. They're like, and- this is it. There's one chance out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so that was that was to be my legacy. That was the burden that was laid on me. You're yeah. the one. You're not going to tell jokes. You're going to go make some money, which, I mean, in hindsight, comedians make a lot more money than I'd be making right now. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Chappelle and the gang, you know? <laughs> and so I was honestly, when my mom told me that, I suddenly became incredibly afraid of public speaking, incredibly insecure where I was very secure before, uh, felt like I wasn't good enough, uh, you know, to be the face of anything, that I just needed to use my brain, and that's how I was going to get ahead. But I didn't, ha- I didn't need to be the face. That's, some, that's how my brain translated. So when I started my RV travel blog, I was incredibly nervous. But here's the thing. I knew I needed to do it. I knew it was my ticket out, as Faith said. I knew that I was tired of my circumstances. And so I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know if you are living in an RV trailer park like me and, you know, everyone around you don't know how to, you know, budget their money. I don't know. But I do know wherever you're at right now, going past that fear, And doing it scared anyway, I mean, obviously, don't make yourself sick, but just realize, like, you're not the president of the United States. You know, you're not in charge of United Nations. You just need to go live. You just need to hit send. You just need to ask for the yes. Like, that's what's going to get you from here to there. And so, yes, I was terrified. Yes, I broke out. If Y'all, I'm going to send some pics to face. You can put them in the email when I say I was terrified, like I hives up my face. Okay. Like that's how scared I was of public speaking. It honestly, just the hives just went away in the last like 60 days, guys. And I've been in business. This is my eighth year. And, But it got me to where I am today and it's going to get me to where I'm going. I'm still scared telling this story. I've never told this story. I'm like, oh, gosh, Liz, don't mess it up. (laughs) Um, But it's it's that drive behind me of this is not where I'm meant to be. And I'm the only person to get me out of it. And so that's what helped me move past the fear, collaborate with people who I thought might think I'm an idiot because I'm I've never had a job before. My last job was at a gas station, okay? I've been working for myself since I was like 20 years old. Uh, You know, I don't look the way other people look. You know, I've got a crazy headband. Y'all, I wear a headband. You might not be able to see me right now. I wear a headband because I have a forehead insecurity. It is not a styling accessory. It's because I think my forehead's too big, okay? Like, I did the things I had to do, including headbands to get past that fear to ask the people, like, hey, will you, will you do this? This book is kind of silly. It's kind of about crappy RV stories. I know it's never been done. It's kind of weird. Um, I know you don't know me, but it was just moving past that fear and that belief that people like Faith were telling me, if you just keep going, something's going to catch, and you're going to get out of your circumstances. I just had that faith, and I just kept moving.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think a lot of people have the thing that we're launching on Monday for Black Friday has a lot to do with overcoming the fear of being on camera and like being putting your message out and like I know we've been sharing the camp graphics and stuff you guys are like how the fuck does all this tie together just wait I'm gonna bring it all together on Monday we are dying <laughs> I'm dying not to tell I almost you know you know my RV self I'm not a good secret keeper so like yeah. every time I come live I'm like I want to tell everybody
1: I'm excited because I saw the camp graphic and I come like my my first website was called the virtual campground so I was like oh my god I've been on this like She's stealing my graphics. Like I gotta see this. This is awesome. So, I'm al- I'm already sold. Just but a of the lot trend. of
0: what we're doing is like about about that about like the fear of being on camera. And I think a lot of people see you or like see me where I am now and think like, oh, they just are good at being on camera, and I'm just not good at it. And when I I tell people the same thing all the time, I'm like, I had the worst fear about being on camera. I had to do like Snapchat. The way I learned to be on camera was I just did Snapchat every day for a year i would make myself talk into that before we were all on instagram stories i would just say something to everybody on snapchat and i hated it i like wanted to die i remember telling like my coach i would never be live i would never be on camera i would never do any of that it was never going to be part of my business but i just realized i couldn't have the impact i wanted it was like i couldn't get where i wanted to go without being able to really connect with people the way you can on camera and I went through it the same way. And I would have never thought you went through something similar. Because to me, I think, you know, I look at you and I'm sure everybody else says too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Liz is like, she's like fearless. She doesn't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. She's just like out there <laughs> living her I life. I think
1: that second part is true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I want to put, so I know there are some people watching it live. So I want to put this picture up. In yeah, yeah one do it. Uh, cause it's literally me and hives and we'll put this, oh my in gosh. The, uh, um, hang on. Where is it? I got to switch my camera. Okay. You see this, this was actually about a year ago and look how pink my face is.
0: See, I would just like, think you're like excited or hot or something. That is so a hive. Like that is
1: one hive crawling up my cheek up into my scalp. Is that okay? in person
0: though? You're at like, that's on, like an in TV. person.
1: That's in an in person event. But those hives used to happen to me on Facebook Live, uh, all of that. And I mean, this is last year, so I'm in my seventh year of business here. I've spoken on dozens of stages, hundreds of podcasts, uh, little stuff like this, like you got to move past the hives, babe. You know, or you got to do it in spite of those damn hives. You know, mama, you can't tell me nothing. I'm gonna do this anyway. I'm gonna tell some jokes on stage. Uh, and that's what I was doing some email jokes. I don't know if they were landing because I was so nervous, y'all. I don't even have memory of this. Somebody sent me this picture, and I was like, oh my gosh, don't put that People anywhere. And now I'm putting it on blast. So if you're watching the podcast, we'll put this in the show notes for you, <laughs> or you can just email me, admin at the or admin at I will send you this hive infested oh photo of myself. <laughs> um, because I just want you guys to see like, you can move past, you can do it scared, and everything's going to be okay.
0: And you can still find success too, right? And how did you move through that though? So this was like something that you experienced for a long time, it sounds like, throughout your business. How did you just keep going and kind of deal with it? Yeah,
1: I just realized something I said to myself at the second event that I did, Uh, I was actually in a room. The way like Faith and I, we were in be Live. I think I was using be Live back in the day also. And I was in this room with a bunch of other people. And I was really nervous. I was hosting. Yeah, I ain't hosted nothing my whole life. My mama told me don't tell jokes. Make money. <laughs> and so I was so nervous. And I but I saw it was like two or three other people I was about to go live with. And y'all, I was on campground internet. So you want to talk about being nervous. Uh, can't, y'all ever been in the woods? You can understand my Wi-Fi situation. <laughs> so I was incredibly nervous. I had convinced all my, you know, I was the host, right? I convinced all my friends to do this collaboration with me. And I saw how nervous everyone else was. And I just, something snapped in me. And despite my nerves, I said, y'all, listen up. And it's something I already said. Like, we're not the president of the United States. If something goes wrong, it's going to be okay. There's probably 10 people here anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I just hit the li- – I said, I'm hitting the live, guys. You know, we are not the United States government. And I hit that live button. And ever since, that's kind of been my thing is, like, this is not going to end someone's life <laughs> or, like, mess with their taxes or, you know, like, whatever. So I can just do this. I'm allowed to do this scared. I'm allowed to do this without exactly knowing how to do it because I'm not actually that important. <laughs> so for me that's that's how i uh how i started to overcome it
0: that's such a good tip though and i think it's our brains do that cuz it's it's in our human brains i feel like you know back in the day if you were cast out from the group that was like a death sentence like to be an outcast is like you're sent out away from the tribe to like die on your own basically cuz you can't survive on your own without the tribe and we still have that in our brain that we want everyone to like us and accept us and we it feels like oh, if they don't like me or I mess up, like, I'm going to (laughs) die. And that's why I think it still will feel so scary. Like, like you'll actually feel unsafe, even though you're just on camera in your house. And I think sometimes people forget, like, it's difficult for us to remember that in the moment of like, oh, like, you know, I'm not the president. I'm not, this is not life or death. Nothing bad is going to happen here. It's safe for me to mess up or be embarrassed. Or I'm like, I say embarrassing shit on camera almost every time I go live. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's just sir. like part of my job, right? It's like, but I'm like, okay, I can be embarrassed. To, if I want to be authentic, I have to be willing to risk something stupid coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons I've been able to
1: grow my business so much, I think, with collaborations. And, you know, I have a lot of affiliates. Mm-hmm. I think it, it makes you relatable when you can just be your real say, self. Whether See, I just messed up, y'all. I, <laughs> I've i been speaking all day. This is like my fifth call. Um, you know, when you can just be yourself, you know, it's, it's going to attract those people. Again, like, hey, well, if she can do that, surely – I can do this too. And those are the people that are going to want to work with you. Those are the people that are going to want to, you know, promote your products. Those are the people that are going to want to invite you to their event because they know you're a real person. Um, yeah. Period.
0: Yeah. How has the collaboration like impacted your business? I know you started, talked about it like in the beginning, but with your membership now, cause you've, you've scaled that thing. How many people did you say are in that now? Um, about 4,000. Four thousand people. You've scaled yeah. that membership to with ads, or do you run ads? I YouTube? have
1: never run a Facebook ad ever.
0: Without running any ads, so you've scaled it to four yeah, thousand people. Correct. And You were an RV blogger before. Is that what were you doing before we launched the? email? Yeah, I was an
1: blogger. RV
0: blogger. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Liz is like. My point is, it's not like Liz is sitting on like an email list of hundred thousand people, right? And she like launched her thing right? You've really scaled it up. I feel like the last couple of years, it's grown a lot. Is And most of it, it sounds like is from collaboration. How, yes. how did you get all that to work?
1: Yeah. So I just love people and going back to that sort of obnoxious generosity and, you know, zagging when everybody's zigging. <laughs> um, and so for me, it was having a really generous affiliate program. So if you sell my $9 offer, I give you 50%. So you wow. actually make more money than LizWilcox.com makes, you know, cause I'm paying all the fees and, uh, you know, and I'm taking the time to send you the money each month and stuff like that. Right. And I knew that it was a very long term thing. So of course, like at first, you know, people, Oh my gosh, Liz, you're not gonna make any money off that. And I said, yet, I'm not going to make any money off of it yet. Right now, I'm doing some copywriting stuff. I don't really need the money, but I know that this is a great idea, and I know every every single business owner, I don't care what you do, could learn something from this membership. Could mm-hmm. you know uh, benefit from being in it at least for a few months, and so I'm just gonna keep going. I'm just gonna be incredibly generous. It wasn't enough to just give a template. It you know I had to have two examples, a video walkthrough, a live Q and A, all just obnoxious generosity, and I think people were really, really attracted to that, and still are. You know the. Yeah. The main business, the bro business world, unfortunately, it's not going away anytime soon. And so when someone encounters my product, they encounter, encounter the affiliate program, it's just that wow factor of like, is this chick for real? I don't think she knows anything about business. So I'm going to sign up and I'm going to promote until she, you know, becomes wiser um, and, you know, takes <laughs> this away. Yeah. And takes this away like everybody else does. Right. Um, But instead of doubled down, and that's the way that I've really grown is just creating an offer, including the affiliate offer, uh, that stands out and is just truly unmatched. I mean, humble brag.
0: I stop. No, I think, <laughs> but it's, it's true really, though, and I'm yeah. doing it. Like, there's a lot of people this year coming out with seven dollar, nine dollar offers, membership. You were out there like before everybody else. i Everybody else, I'm three. telling you, was selling high ticket, and you were out there. I saw you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she's gone been out in these streets hustling, y'all. Yeah. Like, for real true. though, that's it's a true. real
0: testament, I think, to your like tenacity and like vision for this offer. I think the other thing is people will see people that are up that are like, well, she has like all these people, but it's going to be too hard for me. But like, we've all started out there where it's like at a certain point, this is what I tell the people in the master a lot. I'm like, at a certain point, you have to decide to like make a commitment to an offer you've got to just decide that you're it's like it's me and you offer it's like we're in this that's how I feel about the mastermind I'm like I'm in this like weird like almost like emotional partnership with this mastermind the mastermind offer and it's like it has not always been easy to sell it it has not been like I was out there pitching it and everybody like loved it and just bought it all the time it's like yeah we've had some good launches we've had some bad launches Mm -hmm. there were definitely times where I thought seriously about like is this going to work? Like, are we going to be able to figure it out? Did you have moments like that with that offer where you were like, is this just like too far? Or did you always just feel like this is my thing. This is just it. I'm going to see it all the way.
1: Yeah. I knew when I launched it that I needed to commit to it for two years, especially at that low of a price. I figured it would take me two years to find about a thousand people and that would be $9,000 a month. And now we're talking, right? We can work with that on some level. It ended up taking me about nine months uh, to, you know, cut off pretty much every other offer and go all in on this. Mm -hmm. But to be honest with you, this year has been a struggle. Um, You know, I have just as many members as I had in March. (laughs) Uh, That doesn't mean I'm not making sales. I'm making a ton of sales, um, but I'm getting more cancellations.
0: I don't know if you're frozen or if I'm frozen. Let me try taking her off and hopefully she'll come back on. I don't know. I was having, like, I was so engrossed in what she was saying too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh my gosh. I was like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was so engrossed in what you were saying. So you were That's saying okay. like, here had been a struggle because you were kind of like, yeah. half the seam. it sounds like you're maintaining yeah, like, I'm which when go. you have a membership, by the way, like just keeping it from declining is, is like half the battle. I feel like it's like, if you can maintain, because you have to, re- I think something people don't forget about a membership is like, People go in and out. So no matter what, there's going to be some people that leave every month and you have to replace those people that leave just to maintain, like not to grow, like just to maintain the income that you're at.
1: Yeah. So this year... I So around February, I hit 3,000 members. So when I say it's the same, I guess we've we've gained about a, well, I hard guess we gained about a thousand members, but <laughs> that's just in the last few months where I've had to work twice as hard where it used to just, you know kind of come pretty easily. But I think now, like Faith said, there's a lot more nine dollar offers out there. It's not as novel of an idea. And so I'm having to work a little harder and I'm having to give a lot more to my partnerships, right? I've updated swipe files. I've, uh, you know, updated graphics. I've asked people personally, you know, been reaching out to people. Hey, if you make this many sales, I'll give you this bonus, uh, things like that. So things have picked up. (laughs) Uh, I'm just one of those people that likes it and likes it right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this year year has been yeah, this year has been a harder year, um, but I'm still growing. My business has still grown 58% this year um, oh. overall. Yeah, it's pretty wild. My bookkeeper told me that I'm the only uh, one of her clients that the business has grown more than 10% this year. Um, wow, and, that's amazing. Yeah, but I really attribute it to my partnerships, to being open to collaborations, to being obnoxiously generous when I say yes to something, uh, you know, in my own programs, always, you know, reaching out, Hey, what are you working on right now? Like, is there anything I can do? Sure. I'll put that in the Facebook group. My Facebook group is, you know, my most active customers, right? Like really allowing access to that has, uh, I think really helped me in return. Um, Like right now I'm seeing in the last week, because we're recording this Black Friday week is coming up next week. I've seen, I don't know, something like 50 to 100 new affiliates. So I'm assuming a lot of people are talking about my thing and they want to help sell it too. But I know that's because Mm -hmm. I've worked really hard on my offer. Likely most of them are in my program already. And they're like, oh, wait, I can sell this. Awesome.
0: Yeah. That's a great point too about sales that I think people miss a lot is like, you have to have a great offer. Like it has to be good. Like there's just like, people are like, oh, like online business is so much harder and like blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm like the space at the bottom is cluttered. I'm like, you want to be the top where you have like the best program in your space. Like, you know, and that's not easy to do. It's hard, right? Like we're always looking at innovating and like, how do we make it better? How do we, do more. We added, like, we're doing summits and bundles just for the people in my mastermind. I'm like, you join my mastermind. I'm going to help you like get, I'll put you in front of an audience. I'll help you grow your list. Right. And that really came from like a place of like, how do we make this offer better than what everyone else has? Um, and I know you've worked really hard on your offer and it sounds like your affiliate program too. Like, so it's not even yeah. just, like, how do I have the best offer now? It's like, well, how do I have the best affiliate promotion stuff too?
1: Yeah, I've spent, I mean, I've spent money on my affiliate program, I'm planning on investing more money in it next year. Um, Because to be honest, last year in 2022, uh, 60% of my sales came from affiliates. And this year, it's less than half of that, uh, when I was hoping to actually increase it. So, you know, this quarter, I've really kind of doubled down like what is missing? Why are my partners not actively promoting? And to face point, I'm now innovating my offer. Normally, I just have this thing where, oh, you buy my membership for a year, you get all my products for free. Now I'm noticing, you know, partners, they don't want to sell that three times a year. So I'm innovating, I'm only going to sell it one time a year on Black Friday. And when you join it's sort of like a cohort, a little bit uh, like Faith's Mastermind, where we're going to walk together for the next 12 months through my five most essential courses. I'm adding in perks. I'm adding in accountability groups that you can opt into, et cetera. And that's getting the affiliates, that's getting my partners excited again uh, to promote, which I think is why I've seen this influx of people signing up. And even, you know, in my inbox, yep, I'm promoting this a year, Liz. Yep. I didn't promote in July, but I'm promoting now. So I'm really excited about
0: it. That's incredible. Well, you guys definitely have to get Liz's Black Friday offer. That sounds amazing.
1: (laughs) But first we have to hear what Faith says on Monday. On Monday?
0: Yeah, I'm really, I'm like really hoping to have it done for Monday. That's like my deadline I've imparted on myself, but I'm like, I just have to get this thing out. And it's just like, I feel like it's something I wanted to do for a really long time. And then the last challenge we did really sent me over the edge where I was like, this people need this. We have to put this together. It has to be now. And it was like, I don't know. It just all came together in such a fun way with the branding. We just like finished. I think we had the idea for the camping branding that we're doing. That's going with it yesterday morning. (laughs) And I was just like, Oh my God, this is perfect. I was like, I don't know. I just had one of those days yesterday. You ever have this happen where you're like, I'm a genius. (laughs)
1: dude I it's love perfect. those days y'all y'all listening always always follow those days when you have that oh sudden, like urge of energy and you're like oh yes I'm a genius no one's smarter let's go
0: Lean it was like those. the best day it really did feel like that and I needed it you know what I mean I had been in a slog lately with personal in life right and it, so I was just like oh my god thank god <laughs> like, yeah I love that I'm so genius, much I knew it <laughs> and
1: those those are, <laughs> Those are the programs and services that you can reach out to get partners for, get referrals to. Because when you're excited, other people are going to get excited too. And I think that's been the key for me with partnerships is people just know how much I care. People know how much I love the offer, right? I talk about my offer so much my eight-year-old could sell it, okay? (laughs) And that's I think that's why... Uh, you know, I've been able to attract so many affiliates, I have like something like 1300 affiliates, and almost half of them have made a sale this year, right? It's because they know how I'm excited about it. They know like, oh, if she believes in this offer, surely I can sell it too. So if you're looking for those strategic partnerships that can help you sell your programs, like that excitement, uh, you know, those programs that you're like, yes, this is this is it. If you can transfer that energy to your partners, oh my gosh, it's going to do wonders for you.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point too. And I think that's that's something we talk about a lot in the mastermind. We were just talking about it on the live earlier about like selling yourself on your offer. And I'm like, you have to actively like love your offer and think about it and, and reconnect to it sometimes and think about how much you love it. And I think when you do that, you naturally are able to find people that want to promote, want to talk about it because you're excited about it and you love it. And like nobody wants to promote something that you're like, well, I threw this course together, like maybe we can make some money off it. It's like no one wants right. to be that. It's just like not very inspiring. And it's not really even working right now in the marketplace either. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. We, got, <laughs> we want,
1: especially right now, we want things to be excited about. There's a reason why, you know taylor swift and beyonce did so well this summer right it was something to believe in it was something to get excited even if you weren't going you know it was fun but if you went to a taylor swift conference and nobody was cheering or taylor came out like hey guys you know we've all heard those horror stories of like the artist that didn't want to be there showed up 30 minutes late like my sister went to go see somebody one time they were 30 minutes late it was raining she was excited but she could just tell they weren't excited. She heard one song and left. Right. And so it's the same with our offers. If it's like, Oh, I'm just doing this to make money, which I mean, I love money. I I stand. Right. Like I love, I love money. I would, I would, I would sleep with it if I could, you know, I love money, but it's, you know, if we can't just do it for them. We have to be excited. We have, you know, products are for serving, not selling. And so if you can come at it from that, you can find those strategic partners, even your events. You know, if your event is for serving, not for just selling your VIP ticket or whatever, that's going to, all that energy is going to be there and like it's going to do amazing things for you.
0: Yeah. The law of reciprocity. I'm like, it always comes back. I'm like you put it out, but it always comes back to you. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love talk. I feel like I could talk to you all day. I love talking to you. But Tell everybody, just for anybody that just jumped on, who you are, where. tell everybody where to stalk you. Where do we go stalk you on the internet? You guys have to follow Liz on her Insta stories. That's where I've <laughs> been stalking Liz.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Yeah, where else, so we I- stalk you?
1: Yeah, so I'm an email marketer. Of course, I'd love for you to join my email list. Uh, you can go directly to LizWilcox.com. In the, hot, or in the top right-hand corner, you're going to see a hot pink button. You can't miss it. You've got an entire welcome sequence already written for you, three newsletter samples from my membership we've been talking about. And uh, because that's enough, or that's not enough, writing from scratch totally sucks. You also get 52 subject lines, all for free, LizWilcox.com, hot pink button, you can't miss it
0: nice you guys have to go get those templates and i'll tell you guys too that if you want to get better at writing emails the best thing is subscribe to people that make a lot of money selling emails (laughs) so like go creep around liz's emails follow them on instagram do all the things thank you so much for being here we're all going to check out your black friday offer for sure that sounds amazing Um, my stuff's coming Monday. You guys have to check it out. I'm S I'm gonna, I'm like losing my mind. I'm so excited. I, I really think you guys are really, really gonna love it. And the team and I are putting together, I think the most generous offer we've ever offered over here. And it's something I've really wanted to do for a long time. So thank you for being here. You've been such an inspiration to me and a leader in this space. And I'm just so excited to see where the rest of the year takes you and all the things. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you.
1: Yeah, thank you. I can't wait to see what everybody does with collab.
0: Awesome. Bye guys. We'll see you guys later.